Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, welcome to In The Pink, sponsored by Bose. Stay home, stay healthy, stay connected. Um, a lot's obviously happened in English rugby, reaching the, the World Cup final. Um, you were out there experiencing it with Caro. Um, what are your reflections now on that final? Um, and uh, I mean, like there's, there's plenty of banter that you boys have hung onto your corporate coin because they didn't win it and you still remain the only World Cup winners. But there must be a big part of your heart that was uh, crushed that day because it was, it was, it was heartbreaking, wasn't it? Yeah, I've, um, you know, I was a England supporter way before I played for England. I'll be an England supporter way after I've finished playing for England. Um, so, yeah, I had uh, the England jersey on. Uh, we actually did an interview with Jack Whitehall before the final, and the only spare shirt I had available was my wife's shirt. I, of course, told Whitehall that it was, you know, normal man sized shirt. <laughs> I got him to squeeze into it. Uh, he actually got into a size eight ladies rugby top. Um, looked pretty snug. I mean, he was, imagine an awesome upper body, but then flipped so it became belly and a less awesome upper body uh, with it. And then we went along with fans and the, the semi-final was unbelievable. Uh, an extraordinary occasion. And, and people said to me, 10 minutes in, oh, it's the All Blacks, 20 minutes of the All Blacks. I said, uh, and I've always believed that the All Blacks will come back, having played against them and watched them years. And I just went, they're not coming back. They're, 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 they're toast here. Um, and unfortunately, in the final, you got the same sort of feeling. It was a little bit like 2007 when, you know, Mark Cueto had that near miss. And in this instance, I think, Owen had a kick at 15-9 to make it 15-12. He missed it and the South Africans went up the other end and got three and went 18-9. But it sort of it just felt like a I think it was who was it? Fury against Ruiz. Mm. Uh, which was a boxing masterclass, which was just a, a bigger man just keeping the other tenacious scrapper at arm's length and doing what he had to do. So you just you mean AJ, like AJ Ruiz. The second AJ Ruiz fight. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Who did the yeah. Fury Wilder was a similar sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah mixed yeah, up yeah. my two belts. Um Joshua Ruiz and Fury Wilder. In both instances it was uh, it was dominated by one opponent and you felt even if the other opponent had a crack and landed one, 
that the other fighters still had enough. And I think rugby can often be like that, that there's going to be ebbs and flows. There's going to be times when even the team losing on the scoreboard will be dominant physically uh, and have the momentum with them. But you, it always felt like it would be wrestled back by South Africa. I, look, but the, England were the youngest team ever to play in a World Cup final collectively. Um, Tom Curry and Sam Underhill are kids. They've got at least one more World Cup. You can think of it potentially two. Um, you go through the whole squad who's coming through the size of English rugby. Um, uh, the quality of Eddie's coaches, the rotation of the coaches. And you go, English rugby's in a pretty good state. I think it's fair that Eddie got the the crap to 2023. Um, if he wanted to stay on the job and he'd done so well with England for four years, then uh, it seemed daft to throw all that IP out and get someone else to come in and start. Yeah. You know, he rubs people up the wrong way, but that's just, that's just Eddie. Uh, I suppose that so, could be tempting no, in some ways. Yeah, look, I think feedback and... Uh, how they do it, and occasionally, I, occasionally you just feel there's a little bit too much siege mentality with these guys. I do feel that just a little bit more openness. Um, I know they'll say, "Oh, well, the openness, my words will be twisted." I'm not trying to be their dad. I'm not trying to be their media manager in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I just feel on occasion that they're spiky without needing to be spiky and there's times when you need to be spiky mm. and I think that balance could could be slightly better but in terms of the quality of their effort and their input uh, and their desire to be the world's best team you can't fault that collective in terms of the England senior squad. Is that is that spikiness born out of distrust do you think do, do you feel that they're just overly guarded? Unnecessarily so. Um, I think a lot of it sometimes, you know, you, you you look up to the what the guy at the top's doing, and Eddie's pretty spiky uh, with that. And I think sometimes it's just his way. And you, you, it's like asking, you know, uh, it's like asking me to 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 leave my desk untidy, like. Why would you ever do that? <laughs> it's like asking me to go to bed with any emails in my inbox. Like, who would ever do that? My, can you tackle my inbox, please? Just go, move on. Delete go. it. Yeah, and so that's how he is. But I think that's then picked up. And I think there's also a, a group of players who feel strongly about certain things and have a voice and quite right. They don't want to be pigeonholed into it. But I just... I feel as in life there can be a softer way of doing it. I'm not asking them to lose their edge on the pitch. Mm. Uh, and at times I'm not asking them to lose their edge off the pitch. I just think I think they could potentially pick better battles to have. That's interesting. Um, I watched that uh, behind-the-scenes documentary series with them. I um, can't remember what it's called, but it was all through the World Cup. And... There seems, uh, you know, and it probably is the case with most professional athletes that they they seem quite regimented. They and that's you know probably a good thing. Um, I do love to see a, the odd explosion of character and personality, the likes of Joe Marler, for example. But then, as we've seen lately with him, it can get you into trouble. Um, does does the game need characters? 
um, or can that be to the detriment of the of the greater good and their success? No, I, look, I think uh, I don't want to quote. Well, I was going to say I don't want to quote Oscar Wilde at you, but I'll now end up um, quoting Oscar Wilde. I need to when I do this. What was he? I need to make sure I get it right. I think it's something along the lines of "Be yourself, because everyone else is taken." Yes. Yes. Uh, I think that's what he said. That is it. That is it. That's the one. Be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. So, um, uh, allowing people to feel comfortable to express themselves is is the best environment to be in the world. Going to work and being the best, being allowed to be the best version of yourself, is the best place in the world. I then do think that then when you're transported and you are an England player, whether you like it or not, there is a responsibility that comes with it to, I don't mean live strictly according to rules or parameters, but to understand morally and ethically where the line is. Mm. I mean, I know in Friends, you can't go from Oscar Wilde to Friends, but... some people, he's, he's so far past the line, the line is a dot. Yeah. Uh, and I think on occasion, go past the line, but don't go flying past the line. And I think there is a, a, a wonderful balance and the, and the top people get that, that balance right. And then there are others who don't want to give anything of themselves away. And that's absolutely their decision and, and, and a conscious one. And, and, that's different characters as well. Like in any rugby team, there are those who sit in the corner and want to not talk to anyone and stare at a wall 10 minutes before or punch the wall before they go. And there's others, the other side of the change, we are playing exactly the same game, playing exactly the same game, exactly in front of the same crowd with exactly the same opponents. They'll be asking you what you call two Spanish firemen. What do you call Jose and Jose? You know. <laughs> <laughs> How have I never heard that joke before? And you go through things like that. And so you see that you don't, but never the twain shall meet. And so, yeah. uh, I, as I, you know, I think that, and this is what happens with life. And they'll, they'll go, oh, not another blithering idiot who's old and past it telling us what to do. I'm not telling them what to do. I'm just trying to recount at times that there were probably times where I regret what I said and other times where actually I wish I'd said more. And I think it's, you've just got to find that balance. And I think you've also got to understand that don't tire everyone with the same brush. So the vast majority of the people who are reporting, who are trying to grow the game, champion the game, by and large, are not trying to have a personal assault on people there are those that do yes i'm wittering on a little bit i just i think every everyone in this world wants this world to be binary everyone in this world wants this world to be yes or no black or white uh united or city whereas actually why can't you be a little bit of both mm. i tell you what I mean, it, I, yeah go on sorry no, no, I mean, it's, uh, so uh, people say, how can you be both United and City? And what I mean by that is, I'd always support City, but if United are playing in Europe, I support United in Europe. Yeah, if 
United against Real Madrid, why would I want the Spaniards to beat Man United? I'm from Blackburn. But anyway, that's just me. My city mates will disown me for that. It's a nice analogy. Um, it's, it's, it is interesting what you say about um, being tarred with the same brush, because I certainly like when I'm interviewing drivers after the race, there will be some who just just have um, walls just go up when uh, when somebody's interviewing them. And what I want to try and remind them is that we're just the conduit. Actually, we're just trying to get their message to the fans. And, and I guess it's down to us, you, me, whoever else is asking the questions of them in that kind of heated moment is just to get the tone right um, and and not let them feel like they're being attacked that we're just human beings and we're just giving them the platform to speak to their fans you know it's nothing personal not trying to find them cut them down catch them you know catch them out whatever it is um just on the final aside from the theories about the rubber the green and the bounce of the ball and everything else because you're right it never felt from the off that we were going to win that final in a way that we absolutely were in the semis and uh, why else do you think england lost now we've had the chance to reflect. Um, Carl Sinclair got banjoed early. Uh, Dan Cole was a 30 minute player. Come on, that's that's the plan. Um, and you sort of go, okay, remove, remove one player from a 15 where I've got to force someone else now then to play 78 minutes and that player can't actually ship because there's only one person who can play that role. And you'd probably say that was the most important injury um, England would have ever had on a rugby field. Um, I was trying to remember which sport, in, it happened recently in a different sport and you just go, wow, that was like, Kyle Sinclair, sort of, it's known as a Sinclair moment. Where, uh, so that was that was pretty crucial. Um, I think I don't want to get into it tactically, but clearly, um, they just started doing things they hadn't done in previous games. So the the errors, but therefore, but. But that's like saying that's an unforced error, but the pressure of playing the Springboks, I'm not talking about a World Cup final, when the Springboks are up for it, they're the most brutally physical team on the planet. I mean, they just they come at you and it's just there's just nowhere to go. And then you think, oh my God, there's a little bit of space over there. So you try and lob on over the top and that's not quite right because you're under pressure, you're about to get smashed. Um, and it's also to say, what did they get wrong? You could say... South Africa have played in three World Cup finals. They've never conceded a try. Uh, and England, in the passage of play between the 20th minute and the 40th minute, would have scored against every single team that's ever played rugby in existence. No question. The only one team could keep them out, and that's this current version of South Africa. Uh, and their defence was absolutely... Insane from Armand Dialandi in the midfield to Etzebeth. Uh, Diego had gone off with a dislocated shoulder. He went off during that defensive period. Mostert came on. For Mullen was just an absolute mountain. And they had the ability to replace gargantuan men like Malherbe with Koch. And uh, Kitsoff came on. 
and Marks, Mal, Mabimbi, Mabembi, the hooker going off, and Malcolm Mark. It's just power, power, power. And uh, the oxygen gets sucked out of the environment in a World Cup final. And there's just no space and no room. And you could fill that with huge sort of Easter Island statues that South African men are. It'd be difficult to go anywhere. So I actually, you know, if I, if I was answering that question as, a, as an England player now, talking about that, I would sort of reframe your question. Go, we, we sort of gave it our, our best shot. And under pressure, we struggled to deliver the basics that we've been able to do in previous games. But conversely, I would acknowledge the extraordinary physical intensity and pace and and bottle to play, which they did. They didn't just beat them up. Pollard and uh, Mapimpi uh, and Cheslin Colby and Willie LaRue went, yeah, great. We're going to have a go here. So I just think they wrestled control of the game. So it was a more a case of South Africa winning than England losing? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I thought, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I made a lot of duff predictions. I thought France would win the Grand Slam this year. And they were going to know until some daft apeth, until some Mohammed Awas punched Jamie Ritchie. Uh, that was... Yeah, and I, I always felt South Africa would win the World Cup. Did you? Did you? Since Elizabeth came in, I was very vocal about it. Elizabeth coming, not Elizabeth, um, Erasmus coming in as coach, making Sia Khaleesi's captain the purpose mm-hmm. uh, special team, and uh, they should be acknowledged for that. And I think England are a, are a special team, and and I suppose the spike in this thing came in that, that they didn't play well for the first forty minutes in France. And if you've made a World Cup final and you play badly for 40 minutes, you, you, you can't write things or say things that the public are watching going, well, that's not what happened. And I think um, that's sort of bringing it full circle back to where we were. That's where it's tough for players. Thanks so much for listening to In The Pink. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast you've listened to so far. Please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Check out our Instagram page at in underscore the underscore pink and you get all the details there about how you can win some of those Bose noise cancelling headphones and join the community we're all talking about the various guests that we've had on the podcast and who we'd like to see and hear in the next few weeks so thank you for joining us stay with us stay healthy stay home stay connected with Bose Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 